to another episode of remember country music at rcm underscore podcast on instagram or as i like to say just rcm podcast because it's easier to say and it's not as much as a mouthful so that's what i like to do and i'm okay with it but uh, as always i'm your host kyle corbels today we got someone i'm so excited to talk to absolutely so excited to talk to us todd tillman todd thanks for coming on the show thanks for coming hang out with me i'm really excited man it was my pleasure the pleasure is all mine i appreciate you inviting me if uh if you guys don't know todd which Hop on the Todd train. I mean, come on, you got to do it. But please. this guy is, <laughs> please. I like this is a great start already. We're already laughing. I like this. Right. <laughs> Todd is absolutely incredible. His voice just, it, it, for some reason, when I, the first time I ever heard his voice, I said, Why don't I know this guy? And that needs to change. And I think a lot of people said that because you know, you're, you're new to the scene. So I think that was a new thing and yeah. uh, it, it was nuts. So if you don't know, Todd is the, uh, Todd was on the voice. Todd won the voice. Like <laughs> that one in there. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Todd's incredible. So Todd, why don't you just, you know, give, give everyone just a little bit of background about yourself. Like I usually say, say this episode after episode, the spark notes version, the only reason I got through college, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. give them the abridged version, the short version of, uh, well, you know, I, uh, I'm a husband. I've been married 22 years. We got a whole bunch of kids. We got eight kids. But I tell everyone when they freak out when I say that we don't have octuplets. We have eight kids. Like one of them is 21 years old. So it's not <laughs> like we're dealing with all, you know, uh, we got eight kids. I'm, I was actually in traditional ministry, you know, my entire adult life. Um, and when I say my entire, I mean, starting when I was 18 years old. Um, and then, uh, you know, I kind of, I don't know. I really, a few years back, I started feeling like I wanted to do something different. I never thought that the voice uh, would kind of spark that off. I wouldn't have, I wasn't even going to go. My wife, a friend said, you should try out for the voice. And then I said, okay. And then a couple of months passed and my wife said, you really should go to this audition. I was going to, I was going to back out, you know? And so anyway, uh, I went to season 18 of the voice and now I'm, now I'm literally living a whole other life, uh, working as hard as killing myself for music. <laughs> That's crazy. That's so crazy. Something, uh, you know, I, I have to tell you, I think out of, um, I like to do this thing where, 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 when I love music. Okay. I love, yeah. I love songwriting. I love music. Um, I grew up on the classic rock, the Bruce's and the Bob Seegers and the CCR. Yeah. You know, that, that was my thing. That's what my dad, you know, played in the car. That's what I, that's all I knew later on in life. Country music kind of came in there like very mm -hmm. later on, um, right. like a few years ago, but you know, I like to go onto YouTube. Like I think a lot of people do and watch videos from these shows. Yeah. Like Voice American, all that jazz. Right. Cause I like to see who's going to blow my mind. Absolutely. Right. Blow my mind, right. And I think I've watched your video more than anything else. Yeah, your, oh. your original audition. I think I've watched it more than anything else. One, because I love Bob Seger, and I me I, too, me you, too. You just gotta do it. <laughs> and something that always stuck with me every time I watched it, and uh, something that actually honestly was like, whoa. First of all, you look like you're having a blast, and I think yeah. I think I could see this through your social medias, and I could see this, you know, through all the outlets, and you know, obviously the videos and things like that. That you look like you're just having a fun time, living life, trying to play music, playing music, doing that thing. You're just having a good time, and I think that's the best way to do it. Because, yeah. Listen, like they always say, you know, if you're doing something that you love, it's not work, right? And uh, that's right. Yeah, and I love it. I mean, I am. I, well, frankly, uh, you know, the the real truth is, I'm killing myself. 
I'm scared to death if it's going to work or not, but I'm loving every minute of it. You know, I'm, I'm freaking shooting a music video next week. And I'm like, that is so not me. Normally I'm like, you know, taking the trash out and <laughs> up the garage. I don't shoot music videos. You know, you're, you're doing bad things. You're doing, you're doing, yeah, stuff. yeah, that's right. You're, you're just a regular guy trying to make a dream. That's what it is. That's right. That's yeah, that's is. really what it is. I want to know though, something that I really want to know is Todd Howell, you're 41 or are you 42? Oh, uh, well, you know, surprise, I'm 43. I just turned 43. 43. You don't look just 43. turned 43 a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Hey, you don't look a day over 25, my friend. Day over well, thank you. I, I, if, I, I, people keep telling me if I colored my beard, I could get away with my younger, but you know, I don't. <laughs> you got a great, you got a great beard going on. Trust me. I yeah. can't get anything. I got a lot of hair on my head, but I can't get any. Right. Well, see, we switched. Mine's kind of going away <laughs> up top, but. But you know you don't want to you know you don't want to go into a room one day with a gray beard and then go the next day with a fully brown beard. <laughs> People are going to be like, "That's they're going to know that's not real." They're going to know. So I just hey, the gray. I say let it rock. It's all right. That's it's what I'm right. doing, man. I want to know though. So so why did you start so late? Obviously, I know you were you were before the voice and all that. You you were a pastor, and yep. you sung a lot in church. I'm assuming. Um, oh yeah. And you seem very comfortable singing. But I know that the first time that you went and did your audition was, you know, you never, you didn't perform prior. No. So, yeah. So why'd you, why'd you wait so long, Todd? Why'd you wait? Uh, you know, I, I feel like, honestly, I just feel like this must be the time in my life that this is supposed to happen because I, I was doing what, I don't know how to put this. I was doing what I was doing happily for years and years. And then the last, maybe I would say, three to five years it's not that I wasn't happy as much as it was that I just knew like I, I'm and I'm for real I'm not even kidding around I, I may have had a midlife crisis that may have been <laughs> what happened you know I don't know but like uh something just was like something's got to change and you know going to the voice and all that uh and I really mean mean this because a lot of people have taken this in a lot of different ways I'm not trying to be self-deprecating I was just trying to be a realist Right. Uh, and I just assumed that it wouldn't go anywhere. Every step of the way, I thought they're just going to kick me out of here, you know, <laughs> this round. And that was fine, you know. So, um, you know, I guess, honestly, just I got to a point in my life, something had to change. I looked, man, I tried a bunch of stuff. I, I looked into real estate. I looked into becoming a barber. <laughs> wow. Know? All kinds of stuff, you know. And so this is, uh, I feel like, you know, I always like to say, and I know, you know, I know that not everyone who listens to me is like highly religious and that's okay, you know. But I always like to say for someone like me, I think God loved me enough to give me the grand gesture that he knew I needed <laughs> to move. <laughs> so that's why I guess. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm, I, I respect that because it's something I say all the time and I, in my daily life, not just on here, is right. that I truly believe that everything happens for, for a particular reason. There's a reason yeah. why everything's happening, whether that be anything, whether that be the worst parts in life. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Everything happens for a particular reason and I'll, I'll keep it uh, i'll say it like this and i say this a lot here is that i would not have started this without the pandemic that wouldn't have happened right like That's i right. just told you earlier i had other plans or other plans going my way right i thought we're going to go that way didn't happen right? right tough luck now i'm doing this maybe trying to make something of it maybe not maybe trying to you know take it somewhere else who knows oh it's gonna blow up man it's gonna be oh we hope thing. we hope we hope i'm working yeah. hard i'm working hard so we hope <laughs> yeah um but you're right. Everything happens for a reason. And, and maybe it's good that your midlife crisis was going on the voice and not going out and buying a Lamborghini or something. Uh, like yeah. That. That's right. Like blow drying my chest hair, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
that's good. That's great. Um, so something that you, uh, so, so, so what I want to, uh, touch on really quick is that when you were on the voice, it was a little bit of a different experience. And I don't want to, I'm not going to dwell on the voice for the, you know, the entirety. Of the oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wanna, you know, get a couple of things out of the way here and kind of start it off this way, but you know, you had a little bit of a different experience than most people did, right? Like you did right. the first majority, half majority, like probably about half of the show was done virtually. I mean, yeah, yeah. It wasn't the, all, all of the live portion. Right. Which yeah. is, is probably, I, I, I'm interested to hear how that process was and, and kind of how they went about all that. And I think sure. I mean, they did it a great way, but yeah. um, for you as a performer, it must've been so different try and do it and try and um, I know that, you know, looking at the cameras and, and trying to get, yeah. trying to get the energy is a big thing. And when you're sitting there in a room with you, just maybe your family, it's hard yeah. to sometimes get the energy that you would get with, with thousands of people in a, in a, in a, um, in a hall trying to right. know, get the crowd up. That's right. Oh man. Yeah. Listen, you know, it was, I, what I will say is I credit a lot of my time virtually on the show to singing in church because when you sing in church you're not it's not that they don't help they do actually but you're not really singing for those people right and so it teaches you it helped me a lot when i had no yeah. audience you know yeah. it helped me to just sort of dig deeper you know but uh they um you know yeah they were great they what they did uh and it's really no secret the way they did it they sent us a bunch of equipment you know and um it I'll be, you know, frankly, it, it was all worth it, but man, it was hard work. It was, it was like a lot of hard work. And so they sent us a whole bunch of equipment and, and we, and then what they would do is each, each department from the show would get on a, a zoom call with us on, on the tablet. And then we would, we would kind of sign in there and we would also sign in on a mobile device. And so they would talk us through what to do, you know, put this wow. light right here, you know, like, and they were like, can you raise that light? two feet can you drop it down you know can you move it over you know six inches or something um, and they were very particular and so they talked us through what to do and then um you know then basically department by department we would get we would go through the sound people and hear our song and our music and work through that and and that it, that's kind of how they made that work you know and um it was it was tough but i'm gonna say and i people have, have uh, several people have disagreed with me and i'm glad they did uh, it's flattering but I don't think I would have won had we went gone back. I think my when I did Colin Ray's Love Me and my kids were all around. I'm like your daughter was asleep. That was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, she was in a bad mood. So she <laughs> fell asleep and thank God she did because she was in a bad it would not have gone well had she stayed awake. You know, <laughs> I, I actually recently watched that video probably about an hour ago. And uh, oh yeah, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful video. Beautiful. Yeah, when I did that, I think I don't know. I think everyone saw my kids and just fell in love with them or something, you know. Uh that's kind of what I think. Todd, don't sell yourself short, man. You're incredible. You're incredible. Um, that's crazy. So, so basically, if you messed something up, it was on you. If you messed up to where a light was and you couldn't figure it out, it was on you. It was on yeah, no one yeah. Else. But it was. That's right. But the good news is they were very, very um, in a good way. I don't mean like that. They were not rude at all or, mm -hmm. or pushy, but they were very particular, you know. And so, if they they made time, plenty of time to get it like they wanted it, right. or at least to the best degree, you know. Right. And so, and then over time, the longer we were on the show, like the more, the more easier, live right. weeks, well, it got easier. And also they sent more stuff. Right. <laughs> and so the setup got more elaborate, you know, 
Uh, but you know, it, I got to say though, man, you know, you take a time like that and now I know how to do things. That I was going to say, you know, I was going to so, say you, you probably, you probably have technology. You probably have knowledge technology wise that no one else has. You yeah. yeah doing... Any of us that were on the COVID season, you know, we know how to do things that no one knows how to do. You know, That's awesome. So I, think... I was going to say, you're doing a great job then at that point. There's a lot of guys that, that are your age. that probably don't know how to do half the things that you know. How to do. Uh, yeah. No, Cause they taught us all this stuff. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's awesome. Um, so that's that, that I was thinking about that. And I was like, did they have someone go there? Or like, did you do it? So that's, that's pretty nuts that you did it yourself. And then it must've, uh, must've been rough trying to, you know, get, get coached and like do rehearsals and things like that yeah. just from your house. I mean, and, you can only do so much. And I feel like, you know, having someone there hands-on is so much better than just. Right. To, to me, the hardest part, to, I, I would say, I don't know. It, it would depend if you asked me in the moment, the hardest part probably changed, but, uh, for me, I think looking back, the hardest part was settling myself to actually perform after all of that, because it's it's sort of frantic, you know, yeah. you're doing all this. And so getting sort of settled and centered when you're getting ready to sing, that was tough, you know, right. uh, to kind of zero back in on the performance, you know, take taking you from 100 and bringing bringing you back down. To yeah, yeah, because you're yeah. sitting up lights and you're pulling cords and you're yeah. running across the building because my I actually filmed all mine from the church. We couldn't do it at home. My kids would have tore that stuff up. You know? <laughs> so we you but then we'd be like, oh, man, I left that cord in the last place we filmed. And so I had to run across and get a cord and bring it back, you know, and so, uh, that's yeah. uh, so stressful. I know how that that is a little bit, you know, setting up lights and things like that. And I have a lot yeah. of friends that 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 went to school for film and that it's a big part of their four years. And I helped out with a lot of it. And I know the reason why I hate the, the film stuff is because I hate the setup of the lights and I hate yeah. all that stuff and it frustrates the heck out of me and it's the worst. Yeah. And, uh, so I commend you for being able to set it up and make it look good. That, that's oh yeah. I can run, man. I can run Hollywood now. I can go to Hollywood <laughs> tomorrow and just run the whole place. <laughs> hey, you ever, you ever have another, uh, another life crisis. Maybe you'll become a director in a movie. I might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome Todd that's awesome so um growing up then did you so you, like, like you said you know you didn't really perform much but you always sang so growing up what I and I know that that your thing now is uh, uh, is soul country which I love right yeah soul country is kind of your you know you're using that on your hashtags and we're going to get into the new song that's coming out in a few weeks soon because I'm excited to talk about that but um soul country which uh, in my eyes is, you know, like a little bit of blues, a little bit of R&B, a little bit of country, which is like the three of my favorite types of music. All yeah. One, which is fantastic. Um, so and the new song's got a tiny bit of rock and roll in it too. Hey, so. I like that. You know, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, what did you listen to growing up? What was your, what, where, where's your influences from? And when did you know that you could sing? Like when was that? Oh man. Um, I would say for me to be aware that I could sing, I was probably up in maybe my preteen teen years. But I started singing like at eight years old. But I don't think I had this awareness that like, I think I'm okay at this, you know, uh, uh, until maybe I was a teenager. Um, but I, oh my gosh, man. I, and I'm, I'm so pleased to say it. When I was growing up, I listened to everything. I, I mean, I grew up in church, so I listened to old school hymns and, and also like contemporary Christian music. I listened to tons of that, but I also listened to tons of like, like um, Poison and Cinderella and Bon Jovi in those days. And I also listened to tons of, of my friends when I was in high school used to laugh at me because I loved John Denver. I, I would listen <laughs> to tons of John Denver, you know, and I, I also listened to like old 
gospel like Mahalia Jackson. I listen to that stuff, you know, uh, in the 90s, man, and up to today. And I'm sure you can tell when you watch The Voice, I, that 90s country music was my jam, you know. I I loved that stuff, you know. Uh, so I, I listen to that. I'm with you, man. I I grew up on like CCR and the Allman Brothers and all all of those things, you know, uh, Leonard Skinner and all that kind of stuff. Listen to all that. But then on the other hand, I used to wear out my uh, boys to men and Belle Biv DeVos, you know, <laughs> I just listened to all kinds of stuff, you know, I don't know. Like I was like, I grew up like with rap, rap and me grew up together, you know, cause yeah. like when I was a little boys, when there was like the fat boys and run DMC and Aerosmith and run DMC are collaborating and, you know, <laughs> and you know, on, on walk this way, you know, <laughs> great collaboration. One of my, yeah, favorites. yeah. I love, man. I love so, uh, just all kinds of stuff, man. Uh, Bob Dylan. I love Bob awesome. Dylan. I love Van Morrison, you know. Awesome. Uh, uh, just all kinds of music. I don't know, man. All kinds Todd, of stuff. You made, you made my buddy Nick absolutely smile from grin to grin with what you just said with Boys to Ben and Bellatoff. Because when we're in the car, I'll be like, we'll, we'll just be driving around and I'll say, Nick, let's let's uh, let's put on some uh, some some music we can really sing to, some sad music. And we'll crank up some Boys to Men. Oh, uh, end of the road, crank, man. End of the road, crank it up. <laughs> or, or I'll make love to you. you oh, oh so good. Or um, or uh, the the song, our song for Mama. Oh yeah, yeah. That one. And then one. and then none of us can do this well, but everybody has to sing that. Uh, boys to men, ABC, BBD, go scamming. You know, we got you. Got to do that. That girl is boy. Oh man. my god. Oh my god. Oh, such a good song. So good. You made yeah, that, man. That was great. I love it. Because when I, when people ask me what I listen to, and and um, it's funny because like I told you, that's I you know what I grew up on, but um, I'm not really into the whole the you know, modern day rap. It's not really my thing anymore. You know, right. when, I, when I was younger, I was really into like the Drakes and the Eminems because they're putting things lyrically into their songs that I really liked. But right, I'm not really like into that whole thing anymore. I don't know. Maybe I grew out of it. Maybe I'll get back into it. Who knows? But yeah. I got into stuff like 90s. I, I started listening to country music pretty, pretty late, like later in high school. That's when I first got into it. And I really, yeah. I became a geek like in college. Yeah. Um, and then like, so I did it backwards, right? I started listening to the stuff that was on the radio. And then I started diving, going backwards and listening oh, to yeah. the older stuff. So within the last like two or three years, you know, 90s countries driven my life. I love it. Uh, oh my gosh yeah clay walker i got a crazy yep. clay walker story for you after, okay. after we end recording i got a crazy clay i'll walker take it that's happened in the last 24 hours nuts some people okay. might know what i'm talking about here but clay walker shandela um just everyone shania twain just give me give me everything i love oh it. yeah I me love too it. man i love it i love all of that stuff i was i was on the garth brooks train and i still am i love alan jackson i love reba mcintyre you know i love Lori morgan that oh, uh looking God. for something in red yeah. man that song will break your heart dude. I mean, <laughs> such a sad and good song and i love i don't even know if this was late 80s or early 90s but one of my favorite country songs of all times is dan seal singing everything that glitters isn't gold you know? oh my god oh, oh my god so, and when he goes, her birthday came and you never even called, you just start crying, man. You can't even help it. It's so sad. You know? <laughs> I, um, I think some of some, it's just that sound. And what, what I find crazy is, and I don't know your, your whole standpoint on this. And I didn't even think about talking to, uh, talking about this with you, but now we're going to, I don't know your whole yeah. standpoint on the whole 
you know, country, non-country thing. Right. Personally, conversation is not one that I, that I, I, I have the, the conversation, but if you like the music, you like the music. I, I, right. It right. doesn't matter to me. Music is music. And you pull things from different things or from uh, different aspects of your life and different music. And it's funny because um, Garth is one of my, like, he's one of my guys. Like he's one of my idols. I yeah. love him. I actually got the chance to meet him. He's an incredible. Oh, cool. We've had, we had a great conversation. He told me I had a face for radio. Thanks, Garth. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, someone told, you know, back in the day, people told Garth and Straight and Jackson that they weren't country. They right. were in country music. And now they're like the epitome of kind of like these. Oh, yeah, because they were moving out of, you know, Barbara Mandrell. But I mean, country when country wasn't cool. I mean, yeah. that's a good song, right? You know, and, you know, George Jones is on there with her. And, yeah. Uh, but they were coming out of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's a crazy conversation that, that, that I think a lot of people like to have just because it's, you know, it's a way to, you know, talk about what you like and what you don't like. And, but yeah. I also think it's kind of, I don't know, it's, a, it's, it's a different conversation. But yeah. Well, I, you know, I would say the country music, not all of it. I mean, you know, cause it's, it's diverse still, but like the country music that is coming out today, I would say is that I personally, there are less songs that come out that I really like, right. but I would not say that like, overall, I don't like it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Now there are less songs than in the nineties, you know, that, you know <laughs> that, are coming, that I, but also I'm an old fart too. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, uh, but, but, you know, the thing about country is now more than ever, there's so many sort of subgenres that I don't necessarily think it's fair to say that's not country. Well, it may not be your kind of country, you know, like my first song that comes out is coming out of the country, uh, but it's got a good bit of rock and roll. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, big time, big voice background vocals and stuff. Absolutely. You know? It's so, it's so, and that's what I tell people all the time is like, you know, the reason why I started doing this top is because a lot of my friends from around here, they didn't listen to country music and I wanted an outlet of talking about what I liked right? for, for people who, you know, might want to listen and might want to care. Right. And um, that's why I started it. And I think I always tell people, I say, you know, even if you don't like country music, there's so many sub genres these days, that right. find yeah. something for you that you're going to love no matter what. You'll find something that you're you gonna, love. You're right. going to find at least one thing that you're going to love. And I think yeah. that's the power of the, uh, of the business and that's the power of music. And I think it's fantastic. But yeah. something that you said that, that, um, that I just thought about was, is that you were saying how, you know, there is some stuff that's coming out these days that you don't necessarily love all of it. You love some of it. Right. So right. I think everyone's like that, you know, they love some, they don't love others. And yeah. I think that's also why I started getting to the independent scene because, you know, there are people that are putting the music out because they love to put the music out, not because they're. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's one thing. And I feel, that's what I was going to say. I feel sort of bad for some people because they're in a position where you're going to put whatever you got out there. Cause you got to put something out. Hang on. My kids are banging them. Uh, you got, you got to put something out there, you know, and uh, there. And so right now, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen next month or next year. I hope it goes well, you know, but uh, right now I I'm telling these people that I'm working with here's cause I'm writing a lot with not, it's not just me. God knows I got to write with smarter people than me, <laughs> but I'm, I'm uh, involved in the writing process a good bit, you know, and um and so then I get to say, well, here's, and I talk to the guy that produces with me and I'm like, well, here's what I would love to see. And then he puts in his and, and it comes out and it, you know, some of my stuff's got, got old school steel guitar, man. It's got full on 
90s country. Uh, and then some of it has got, you know, just, it's almost like this first one is there's a good bit of kind of rock feel to it, yeah. you know? Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I, I think that's what I think that's the, that creates versatility too, because you could put yeah. out this whole upbeat, you know, banger of a song where you're just jamming out on a guitar and you got some like, you know, great licks going on. And then you could stop, slow it down and make a piano ballad. So that's oh, awesome. Yeah, that's because, right. Yeah. You know, and you have all of that is coming. You. Right. Hey, <laughs> Yes, this is what I want to hear. Yeah. I've been waiting. I've been waiting so long, Todd. You have no idea. Yeah, so all long. kinds of stuff. You <laughs> stuff I would have never saw coming is coming. I'm so excited. Let's talk about the new one because uh, right. you announced on your uh, on your social media uh, a few weeks back that that you're coming out with the song. It's called uh, "In a Heartache," and uh, yeah. it's going to be out on Valentine's Day when this airs. The song. Uh, will I think be a week out. So if you want to talk about it a little more than you would, I promise I'm not going to leak it up to you. Um, uh, so the song is called in a heartache. It's available on Valentine's day. Um, it's, it's your, it's your first song post voice. Um, like you said, you know, it's a little rock and roll. How, how yeah. did you, you were a hand in writing that, right? Who, yep. who, who were part of the writers on it? Where did it come from? How'd you find the name? I just want to know all the ins and outs. Okay. So, uh, the way this song came about was, um, it's a cool story, really. I mean, I know people say that, but it really is a cool story. Uh, the, uh, I was writing with a couple of guys I write a lot with. One of them is Don Poitras and the other one's Tony Wood. And I was writing with them. Um, and we, we had been writing together for, we, oh man, I would say we, we haven't written together in a, maybe a month or so or a little a bit less now. But we were, man, we were banging some writing. You know, we were getting together once every week or once every other week, you know, and at that time I didn't live up there. So I was driving. And so, um, we were there one day and, uh, uh we started having a conversation kind of about, you know, I, I, as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure Don started a conversation about kind of a rock feel, Seagury feel kind of thing. And, and then, so we, what, where they started the other guys, but we did, we did sort of write this with the, with the intention. And this one thing that I will say uh, about that as, as a side note is I realized that it, it, hopefully this is successful enough that I can just keep doing this, you know? <laughs> um, and if it is, I realized that there'll come a day, you know, where I'm singing, cause basically, you know, you know how you hear like hardworking man or something, yeah. they don't really wear a hard hat. You know what I mean? Uh, but their listeners do. And right. so, uh, but right now at this point, I want to write stuff that really is fairly true to my own life. Mm -hmm. um, at least to, to a great degree. Like there's one song I, that I didn't have anything to do with writing, but I'm going to cut it. And there's part of it that I didn't actually live, but I can relate to it so well. You know. Right, right. So anyway, with this song, um, we started writing this song about how um, if the relationship went bad, almost like the same sentiment but not nearly the same feel as like the dance like we started writing this song that like if this relationship went bad um and it's now it's all over and i could go back and do it again would i and the it, yeah i would do it in a heartache you know that's kind of but but that hasn't happened to me i've been married for 22 years uh yeah. i mean it's been pretty bad sometimes <laughs> <laughs> but uh but so I, I sort of chimed in. I'm like, look, if I'm going to record this, why could not? Why could we not switch that and say that um, if we had to go through all the hell that we had gone through to get to where we are now, 
I would do it in a heartache. And so that's that. And that's what the song is, man. It's uh, it's basically a song about how, you know, it's love is a roll of the dice and you get married, move in together and find out you don't get along quite as well as you thought you would. <laughs> but, but in the end, if I had to do it all again to get to where we are now, I would do it in a heartache. And that's that's where, where the song came from. Respect, respect. That's yeah. it's beautiful. That's beautiful. Because it's true. It's a true story that happens. That happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, the next one coming is super true story too. I wrote it with with Gordon Mode and Phil O'Donnell, and awesome. just real real true stuff about my life. And you know, so awesome. I'm gonna write that stuff as long as I can until I run out of material. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, something I always like to say is the reason why I got into all this, and the reason why I might be a little crazy trying to do all this is because. You know, I relate to this stuff more than I relate to other stuff. And, yeah. and you know, I may not live, you know, in the country. I'm, a, I'm not I'm not a country guy. Like, I'm not like, right. don't put me on a farm because, you know, you don't want me. I'm just going to take up right. space. That's basically what it is. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there are things that I do relate to. And, you know, you know, right. whether that be a love story or a heartbreak, you know, I've had both That's of right. those. And whether that be growing up in a small town and, you know, doing something, you know, I grew myself yeah. small. So like, you know, that's right. so there that is, is one thing I do love about country music there. There are not all of it, but so much of country music is people telling stories that you can relate mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. about their lives. And, and, you know, uh, and, you know, you listen to like, um, you listen to like Independence Day, Martina McBride. I, that didn't happen to me, but I feel that. You know right. what I mean? Like I feel that when she sings that. That you know what? All about all the you know the house burning yeah. the house down and she got taken away and all. You know, I I can feel that. Of course, and I think also a big thing too is that you may not necessarily. And what you said is important is that you said, you know, you didn't write the song, but um, you didn't. You you don't you don't always write every song, but there are parts right. of songs that you feel and parts of songs that that you could have listened to and said, oh man, I could have written this song. You know, there's, oh, yeah. there's so much of the song that I could have written. And there's lines that, that even you may not relate to the whole thing, but there are certain lines to songs where you say, damn, like that, yeah. that makes sense to me. Whether that's that right. just like a shot in the foot where it's something talking about like a heartbreak or something, you're like, oh man. And it brings up memories too. And, um, Oh yeah, that's why like, it always hits so much. It always hits home. That's the thing. And when and when somebody writes stuff like that, like uh, 1970 something. I mean, I I was born in the late 70s, but I I can so relate to that yeah. song. You know, I'm like yeah. that's so true. You talk about Stretch Armstrong and all the things. Like that's so true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's true. And I think that's why that's why people gravitate towards it because it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not people making up fake stories. And it, that's right it's just real and genuine. And at the end of the day, that's what I'm trying to get at is that, you know, it's for a lot of people, it helps a lot of people th through things and it helps people, you know, overcome certain things in, in life. And, you know, God only knows country music saved my, uh, you know, help my 2020 immensely. If it yeah, wasn't, yeah. if it wasn't for country music, I, you know, it wasn't for music in general, you know, how many days I spent just uh, not knowing what to do. And I just like sat down here in my basement or sat in my room and just listened to music or, or just right. went for a drive for an hour and listen to music and listen to music. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Now I will say that is one rule that I've had in all of this music stuff. It, there's enough pandemic songs. I'm not writing a pandemic song. <laughs> don't write a pandemic song. We don't want to put no. that one behind we, us. Yeah. We got enough pandemic songs. <laughs> put that one behind us. So it's all right. I think though. And, what you just said you know obviously we're going through the pandemic and 
2020 was a rough one for us all. Um, was this a good time for you to sit down and really grind in on your music and really you yeah. know, work on writing and, and, and think about what you want to record and what you want to put out? Yeah, I think so. I think, I mean, I didn't see it. You know, I didn't like sit down and say, wow, what a great thing, you know, but I do think that because, you know, I, I did, I was blessed in that I did have some live music opportunities. I mean, that all the rules were, and that's, right. you know, cause I've had a couple of people reach out to me and say, how are you doing? I'm like, well, Hey, if they follow the rules that are set in place, then sure. I, I don't make the rules, but I can follow them, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, but yeah, we, ha I had plenty of time cause I, I've got a song coming called me at 25. And the, the whole reason that me at 25 is coming is because I was alone in a hotel room and I was just, I don't even know why I started thinking if I could write a letter to myself at 25 years old, what would I say? Right. And so I ended up writing this whole song. And uh, now when I took it to the fellows, it got tweaked a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and so, uh, yeah, it's given me plenty of time to focus and say, this is kind of, you know, and I, oh man, and I'll shoot different people that I write with. It, it depends on what I'm thinking and I'll shoot. I did one thing I learned about writing because I'm new to all this is they don't now me at 25 was sort of a unicorn, I guess, but uh, they don't really like it. If you bring a song in that you wrote, they want an idea. That's yeah. what they want. You know, yeah. <laughs> a good idea. That's and, true. So I'll, I'll text some of the guys and I'm like, yo, what do you think about this? Like, like, um, um, uh, what's the name of it? I told, I was telling them about a song. Well, I probably better not give away my idea. So we hadn't written it yet. I probably better keep it to myself. But I, I we, to. a lot of stuff's coming. A lot of stuff's coming. Awesome. I, I'm so excited. I think it's awesome for you to, you know, make this dream a reality and kind of hit the ground running with it. It's it's super yeah. cool for you. And it's it, it's um it's kind of nice to 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 see you just kind of love what you're doing and and putting out some real, raw, genuine music and you're not gonna beat around the bush. And that's yeah. That's some of my, that's some of my favorite parts about it is that, you know, you're not lying at the end of the day, you're yeah. not lying at all. You're telling the truth and you're putting out some good stuff. And, and that's, that's, that's inspiring. That's awesome for someone who's, you know, for someone who's 20 years old and it's like, Hey, I want to move to Nashville and do this music thing. You know, how yeah. do you do it? you're showing them how to do it, you know, just put out the music you enjoy and don't, you don't do it. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit of a game, but you know, Oh yeah. If you do it. If you shoot it straight, it's good. It'll work out. Uh, yeah, that's what I say. I'm I'm just doing my very best to to write the music that I that I feel and yeah. um and I feel like it's real to me. And working with Gordon Gordon Moat is producing all, all all of my stuff for me and mm -hmm. and uh, he's very particular, which I love. He tells me all the time when we're doing vocals, he's like, "Man, I'm sorry for being so picky." I'm like, "No, dude, I need you to be. This is I'm spending a lot of money right now. I need you to be picky." <laughs> 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 that's the thing it's super expensive too that's yeah, all other like, animals please be picky I, this needs to be as perfect as you can make it <laughs> yeah right it's uh it's a uh, uh, the amount of money that people put into these things i think that's what people don't always understand is that it, you know costs a lot and putting out yeah. a song every other month is just always not always that you know yeah, that's right, yeah it's not always it doesn't always make sense you know what i'm saying yeah um, but i will say anybody i feel like even if you crowdfund if you have a dream and you have one song that you've written or, or whatever, and you feel like this is something that is so important to you. Yeah. I mean, you, you can earn or raise or whatever for that to it's do that to one, you know, and get, get that one going, you know, and it almost, if you're independent, as far as actually releasing a song, I mean, PR can cost money, but just releasing it don't really cost almost nothing, right. you know? Right. It's a, uh, it's a, uh... 
it's a business, but uh, there's there's ways to do it. I mean, you know, yeah. with the technology that we have these days, you can set up a mic just like this. So I mean, oh obviously, God, it's not going to sound the greatest, but exactly. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could just put out music just, you know, in your bedroom if you want to. One of my good buddies uh, who was on an episode a while back, uh, he's become a good friend of mine. He put out a, a, a song that he produced himself. He did it. You know, he figured out he jerry rigged a little a little producing set kind of thing. Yeah, he put it out himself. It sounds great. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. And it's opening a lot of doors for him. So there's ways to do it. There's absolutely ways to do it. Um, so Todd, I'm a little jealous of you. I can't lie. Uh, yeah, um, I, I, you're going to see where this is going. You're going to laugh in a second. I see on your, uh, on your, on your head there, you're wearing a banner and Oak hat. Okay. Yeah. I love banner and Oak. Oh I, yeah. I have like three or four banner and Oak hats. Okay. And when I saw I'll send that you, you one. Can I, can you send I'll, me one? If you send me your address, the Tillman one that they did. Uh, that's what I'll I'm talking about. Todd has his own banner and Oak hat. I'm so yeah. jealous. Night or day. You pick night or day and I'll send you one. And yes. <laughs> a, a banner and Oak hat too is uh, one of the giveaways that I'm going to be doing one of the Tillman hats. Uh, you know, if people will share my stuff and stuff, we're going to do some giveaways and a banner that's and Oak. Awesome. Actually, I'm going to give away a few banner and Oak hats, you know? That's awesome. That's awesome. I would love to have a banner and Oak yeah. hat. Yeah. So Send me your address. I will make sure that you get one. Let's do it. I'm so excited. And now that, you know, when this comes out, I'll already have them. So I might as well just, you know, get the cat out of the bag. Now I'm testing out some, uh, I'm testing out. I, I had some hats made. I put a little money aside and I had some hats made. I'm testing it out and I'll, I'll send you one too. We'll do a trade for trade. Let's, we'll hats. trade hats. Let's do it. Why not? I reached out to Banner Note because of this music video. I'm like, are y'all cool if I wear a Banner and Oak hat in the music video? And they're like, sure. <laughs> yeah, they're cool. They're cool. I, 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 um, I, I don't know how I found them. I'm a hat guy. I, I have a lot yeah, of hair, too. But, but I like to keep my hair back and I like to put a hat on because it's just easy, right? Yeah. And, um, I uh, kind of have a little bit of obsession with hats. I have a lot of them and I, I typically scroll through Instagram and I see these random companies that I've never heard of before. Me and too. I think a year and a half ago, I found Banner and Oak and I was like, who are these guys? They make good hats. So I, I love their hats. Yeah. And I bought another, then I got another. And yep. uh, I have oh, a dude right now. They got a ton of them for like $14. I just ordered like five. hats. <laughs> <laughs> and they got the cool, uh, I got one of those um, um, ones that, that they use with the recycled material. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, I have yeah. one of those. So cool. I just think yep. it's sick. I think it's awesome. So uh, me too. that's awesome. That's so cool that you have your own. Well, I got you covered. You tell me if you want night or day and give me your address and I'll send you one. I love that. Let's do it, Todd. Let's do it. Um, so to uh, kind of, you know, um, wrap it up here, you know, within the next few minutes or so, I, I want to bring up something that I've noticed on, on your Instagram that I think for me is um, pretty inspiring and something that... Um, I definitely don't do, but I think it's really awesome that you do. And I think maybe it'd be cooler if, if people did this more, but you post, you tend to post a lot of quotes on your Instagram, yeah, um, which I think is cool because, you know, with the, with the following that you have, um, you know, your lack for a better term, preaching to the choir saying, you know, it's going to be okay. And you post a lot of things that, that I right. think probably help a lot of people. Um, right. Uh, you know, there, there is one that, that I think is pretty cool. And you posted one time, uh, I don't, I don't see the name here, but you posted, uh, oh yeah, I do. You only live once. Uh, but if you do it right, once is enough. May yeah. West, May West, right? right? May West. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, something that I wrote down cause I thought it was, um, maybe, you know, makes sense to you here. It's, and after talking to you, I, I think it does. It says it's better to fail in originality than to succeed in imitation. And I yeah. think for us doing both of these things, obviously, you know, you're, you're way bigger than anything I'll ever be, but oh, you know, no, man. Going you're going to blow up, dude. Things. I'm telling you, <laughs> we hope, we hope, but, but sitting here, you know, 
it's not, it's, it's, it's not, you know, I'm, I, I don't imitate anyone. Obviously there's other country music podcasts out there, right? Well, right but right. you know, I, I do my own thing. And, and, and when, when I'm sitting around and I see friends here that I haven't seen in a long time, like, I'm not going to lie to you. They go, has pod-? like, I've had people ask me if this is my full-time job because of how much work I put into it. Right. Yeah. It's not, but because of how much work I put into it, people ask that question. So when I read that, I said, you're right. I'm doing something different. And yeah. you know, it was a risk at first and maybe I got picked on a little bit. Maybe I still get picked yeah. on friend, friendly pick on not people like, Oh, I get both friendly and not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I will say though, I did get a, I got a, a, a comment on one of my posts and it literally said, no one cares. Stop. And <laughs> one of my, one of my friends I've had on this goes, you know, you know, you know, when you're making it, when people start to not like your stuff. Oh, and man, I, when yeah. I said that, I laugh so hard. I laugh so hard, but. Oh man, people hate on my beard all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they can't grow and that's why i guess so, they I can't grow. but seriously i think that 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 you know putting those things on your instagram i think it's i think it's cool and i when i read them i i say i say man like this is awesome i, I you know i kind of wish i did this more and um sometimes some of them you know kind of make my day a little better especially that one when oh, i read cool. it i said maybe i am doing something right so i just wanted to bring bring it up and uh tell you that i that i appreciate you posting oh that. dude i appreciate you telling me that uh yeah it's social media i just feel like it's I mean, what, you know, for good or bad or whatever people's opinion are, it is, it's a very real medium now. And, and, uh, and people, you know, it's, it's real important to me though, that, that number one, I really hope that every, cause music is especially one of these areas. I just want everyone to succeed. I want to see you succeed. And, uh, and, you know, and I also hope that everyone knows that if it shows up on my Instagram or something, uh, just, it, it's probably part of the highlight reel. That's, mm-hmm. you know, every, everybody's life, we're all living the same life and it, all of us have good days and really bad days. And we don't really post the crappy crap on there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Tom, that's awesome. That's so cool. I think you're so, you're such a real, you you really are just such a genuine guy. And, um, uh, I can't wait to see where this goes for you. Cause I really, I, I, I really do hope that, you know, people, you know, listen to your music and, and, and hear your voice. And there's something about, you know, voices kind of what I like to say, you know, latching on and, and there are certain voices that, that, that gravitate towards me. They may not be the most incredible, like Eric church, right? Eric church is songwriting yeah. really raps. Like he's my, he's my favorite. You know, I, I, I pull a lot of stuff from him and he, you know, he really inspires me the way that he writes his songs. Yeah. He's getting uh, ready to do like a triple album or something, right? Yeah. Something. I'm, I'm like, excited. And, and everybody's next is going to be quadruple album. Then I'm like, y'all going to have to go back to like single albums. Come on. Isn't we that crazy? <laughs> we haven't seen double albums in years. We could get a triple from Eric church. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Incredible. Like y'all, y'all raising that standard up. Y'all got to drop it down to regular <laughs> albums, man. We still out here struggling. <laughs> For real. I think it's hilarious. And I think it's it's exciting. It really is. But yeah. I, think, I think music has a power to do a lot of things. And the fact that oh, you're man. using your, 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 your voice and the fact that you're using your songs and, and your outreach to make it a positive one is awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, man. Yeah. I hope so. I hope it is positive. And I hope people, you know, I really just hope folks can relate to it. So. I think they will. I think they will too. Don't worry about it, buddy. I think they will. I think they will. Todd, thanks so much for coming to hang out with me. Yeah. I really appreciate it. This was super fun. It was really fun getting to know you and getting to meet you finally. I know we've been back and forth in the DMs, but yeah. it's fun finally, you know, getting the chat and, uh, you know, hang out a bit. So thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure, man. I appreciate you inviting me.
Of course. Do you want to shout out your uh, Instagram if uh, so anyone can go follow your Instagram, whatever? Oh, sure. Media. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow, my name is spelled so weird and I'm sorry, but like if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Todd underscore Tillman, T I L G H M A N. Same on Twitter. On Facebook, it's just Todd Tillman. But luckily for now, hopefully forever, but for now, if you Google Todd Tillman, even if you spell it wrong, most of those things pop up. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry about spelling. Just type it in. It'll right right now, you know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Todd, thanks for coming to hang out. For anyone yeah. who uh, wants to go listen to Todd's uh, music, go go listen anywhere uh, you listen to music. You can obviously listen to all his voice uh, performances, but he does have a new song called In a Heartache coming out on Valentine's Day. By the time this episode is out, it will be out. Go stream it. Go share it. Go blow it up. Spin it out of the mind. It's going to be incredible, and I'm really excited to hear it. Everybody, this is another episode of Remember Country Music. Remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars if you love the episode, and follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. Thank you.